0: The Joy of M Sports presents The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley.
1: Welcome to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinch Penny Pool Patio Spa. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, and today on this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones, I have a family connection. Rosie and Johnny Robinson. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Rosie, you're a former Wixbury Panther. You play softball at Rollins College. Mm-hmm. Johnny is a former GW Long Rebel. He'll be playing baseball at LSU Eunice this fall. So glad you guys could come here to The Sweet Spot.
2: Nice to be here. Thanks for
0: having us.
1: Now, the name of the show is called The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. And whenever I have a student athlete on the show, I always tell them the reason behind the name The Sweet Spot. So growing up playing sports, there was no better feeling than hitting the ball on the sweet spot of the bat. For you guys, as you're playing the game, what's your sweet spot moment?
2: My sweet spot moment has to be um, going in in a situation where I'm pitching and my team needs me, like we need an out. Um, The score is very close, and we just need to get out of it to get into the next inning.
1: What
0: about you, doing So i have two. Mine would be – so the best one I've had was this year we uh, we were playing Russell County and we had to strike him out, throw him out. I love doing that when I'm catching. Yeah. And then the other one is just hitting a home run and not even being close. Yeah. Just like 60 feet <laughs> over the fence.
2: He just did this Sunday. He hit it over the lights.
1: Golly, man. Uh, have you always had that type of power in your game? Or is that Me, something that's developed in recent years? So I remember my sophomore year. So my
0: freshman year, my coach said I was too small to play varsity. Yeah. So I, I wasn't really worried about it. It was going to get bigger. Sophomore year, I played varsity. I hit well my junior year. Went to Northside. I hit well, and my coach was like, oh, you're going to have no problem hitting in college. So I didn't. I, was, I hit like five or six home runs. So I went down to South Florida on a trip, going to several schools, going to showcases and private tryouts. And there was a school I really liked. And he goes, He goes, the best I could do is a walk on spot. And he goes, um, If you get bigger, it would be no shot. We would give you a scholarship. And I opened my eyes, went to GW Long, started working out, started eating a lot. And I gained about 40 pounds my senior year. And that's when it, really everything blew open i started getting scholarship offers and that's when i started hitting the ball a lot farther
1: now 40 pounds your senior year
0: i went from 138 and the heaviest i was two weeks ago was 174
1: man so what uh kind of diet did you have to help add muscle and weight uh, as well
0: so the the strength came from like the the clean eating, the yeah.
1: chicken, the rice, the
0: broccoli, the beef, the pounds came from just eating yeah. all
1: day. Uh, how tough was that adjustment?
0: Oh, that was. I can't complain because I like eating, but <laughs> in a weird way, it's it, sometimes it's harder than working out. Yeah, you'll like you'll break a sweat eating that. Wow,
1: much. golly, man! Well, uh. Man, that's impressive though. To add that kind of muscle and weight in a short time and you know, you did what you had to do to make, you know, you're going to keep your word on scholarship. Hey, I'm putting in the time in the gym like you said. I've changed my diet and uh you know, that's where it all starts is that commitment not only on the field but also what you do off the field as well. Now, your older brother Nate Robinson, uh he was a member of the Dolphin Eagle Super 12 playing baseball at Slocum. Your mom Jennifer started Brentwood High School in Tennessee where she won a state cha- championship and then also continued her success at Middle Tennessee State. Mm-hmm. Speak on the family talent that shines so bright on the diamond.
2: Uh, that came from spending all of our time practicing like growing up, I remember as soon as I could walk, my mom was putting the ball in my hand trying to get me to practice. We'd spend all of our weekends at the ball field. Um, after school, we'd be there. I mean, sometimes I'd be playing rec ball and also travel ball in the fall, like it, we just played all the time.
0: Yeah, it, it never it, it never really stopped once we started. Mm-hmm. This has been the longest break I've had. and so this the coronavirus hit, and I was I was, I was kind of down about mm-hmm. it because I was like, I don't really know what to do with myself now. And then, as soon as summer ball started, I mean, there's no breaks, and I mean, I love it, so it doesn't really bother me. But.
2: It it definitely feels very, very weird yeah. once, especially baseball goes longer with travel and playing outside of school. But pretty much once you graduate high school, softball doesn't really have that, so it's you have it's, you struggle to find a way to fill your time during the off season.
1: Now with such an athletic background, I imagine there's plenty of competitions at home. I mean, what's the competitive nature like in the Robinson household?
0: I remember when we were little, <laughs> we were little up until because she was always bigger than me until we got into like the seventh grade. So when we were little, I mean, it was just wrestling all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: My mom, she did. She didn't care that I was a girl. She's like, you get down there, you start wrestling with your brothers and dad. <laughs>
0: And we then would, with my older brother, we would we would be playing backyard wiffle ball and we would lose <laughs> and he would flip and I'd be like, It's just a game and he would be taking it so serious. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. It would. Even in kickball, I mean we'd be out there for an hour or two, but and it would just get too competitive. <laughs> we'd have to stop.
0: <laughs> somebody when we were little, we never played without somebody ended up crying. Yeah. 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 So it always was. I
2: mean, We still keep on playing. We keep playing the next day or something like that. But
1: There's something about those, you know, sibling rivalries. You know, especially, uh, you know, I have a younger brother and sister that I grew up in a household with. And so, you know, we rag each other, joke on each other. You know, that's just part of, you know, the connection that we have with one another. Uh, But if you lose to each other, especially being the oldest. If I lost to one of my younger sisters or my younger brother, it was just like, Man, you know, you wanna keep playing until you regain that W, you know, <laughs> so um and also had Autumn and Adley Mays. They are at Providence. Well Autumn just graduated, she'll be playing volleyball at West Georgia. I had them on the show a few months ago and mm-hmm. they spoke on how they wrestle too. That's what they did, and their dad is officiating. And you know, uh, so I had a feeling when I asked the question that you guys were going to mention wrestle and some uh, in some form of uh, fashion. Oh, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, sibling rivalries. You know, those are super special because you love each other, but when you're competing, that love goes out the window because I'm all I'm trying to do is win and try to beat you and have those bragging rights. So
2: yeah, we eventually got too big to keep on doing that. To get <laughs> too much.
1: Man, now now Rosie, uh, how often do you think about uh, the 2019 Wixbury Panther team that finished runner up in the state championship?
2: I'm grateful that we got the opportunity to get that far, but I, I try not to think about it too much because we were so close. Yeah. <laughs> it it, it riles me a little bit that we just we came that far and we just came in second, but we fought hard, and I was very proud of my team.
1: What was it about that team that made it so special this uh, Wicksburg team that not only was one of the best in the state that year but the best Wicksburg Panther team in school history
2: um, I think the what made it so special is that I came in it was my seniors I didn't I didn't really know the girls and they just accepted me right away There was no drama, no nothing and they were just happy to have me.
1: Being a competitor, you hate losing, especially on the the grand stage for mm-hmm. sure, and uh, you never forget that feeling. It may subside over time, but you know there's there's certain parts where it just you never forget it. But it's it's awesome that you were able to pull away the relationship and connection that you guys had that that senior year, and you know people in this area will never forget that for sure. Now, Johnny, I understand that you and Coach Caleb Schumann have always had a close relationship, uh, and when he Left for Northside Methodist, you decided to transfer to GW Long. Uh, What was it about the Rebel program that stood out to you? I remember that. So he had because he was the
0: football and baseball coach at Northside, and I remember he sat both teams down. We got out of class, and he was like, "He goes, I got a good opportunity to coach up at uh up in Prattville, and uh, he said he was taking it." And that was a big reason why I went to Northside. So I got home that day, and I talked to my mom, and she said, do you want to keep going there? She was like, where do you want to go? And all I'd been hearing about since when I was in the eighth grade in Dothan, and all my friends would tell me when I lived out of state was GW Long. They went again. They went again. I was like, well, I'll go there. I was like, that sounds like fun winning. So that's why I chose
1: yeah, because they're you know coming off you know three straight state championships and uh, you know you kind of touched on about it being interrupted with the way everything has transpired the year 2020. So I understand, like I said, the the, trend, the tradition they they have there at GW Lawns is is nothing short of spectacular for sure. So uh, what they have built there with with the coach Drew Miller is there right man that's uh that's impressive. You know, winning a championship period is tough, but to win three straight in a row is uh, like I said, man, I've never been a part of a championship team, so I don't know how it how it feels. And most student athletes never get a chance to to hoist a trophy at the very end of the season. So, uh, like I said, I really am, am impressed with GW long, what they have going out there, man. So, uh, now, I understand with your jobs of your parents, Brandon and Jennifer, you've guys done a lot of relocating and your years growing up. Speak on the experience of constantly having new teammates, new coaches, having get, uh, to get adjusted to a new school. Uh, speak on that experience a little bit.
2: Um. Honestly, I think it wasn't too hard for us, I think, just because by the time we got to high school, we were just used to adapting to new situations, new groups of people. So, I mean, the more we did it, the like more easier it became. Um. I think definitely, the moving around so much has caused me and my brothers to become closer because we always had to be our, each other's practice buddies all the time. So,
0: um, I know moving schools a lot. Uh, I didn't. I played football two years my freshman year. I didn't really have fun. Didn't. Didn't really. Wasn't. I wasn't very good at it my junior year I had fun with it and uh, I know with guys the way athletes are usually like the like the better you are at it the more people like they'll be cooler with you I guess so that made it it made it easier to make friends Mm -hmm. for sure
1: now as talented transfers did you two ever feel any animosity when you joined a new school I didn't myself (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) Uh, I did probably f- my freshman, my sophomore, and my junior year. My se- the reason my senior year was so meaningful to me is I didn't have to deal with that at all. But I think that has to do a lot with the difference between guys and girls.
0: Myself also, when I moved schools, even this summer I played eight positions on the field. I, d- I don't pitch. I'm not very good at it. I, don't, <laughs> I just can't do it that well. So whenever I'd move to a new school, they'd say, "We don't really have an outfielder. Don't really have a third baseman. Don't don't really have a catcher." I will do it. And then if you're not taking somebody's spot, they don't. This is good for the team. Yeah. If you're going there, taking somebody's spot, that person doesn't like you. Yeah. And you're the new guy, and that person's been there for twelve mm-hmm. years. Other people start to not like you. That's really how it goes in high school. Yeah. So I never really had the problem just being a utility player. It was different for some people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I got you. You know, it's sad it has to be that way. Uh, you know, but, you know, the better person wins uh, nine times out of ten for the most part. If, far, if you're talented, you can't deny a person's talent but we do know there's politics involved and everything, especially when it comes to coaches, kids. So, uh, you know, we'll just leave it there because I've experienced that as well. But, uh, I definitely (laughs) definitely feel for you. I definitely feel for you guys for sure. Like I said, constantly having to change schools and have different teammates. And like you said, Johnny, people not liking you, uh, if you take your spot, you know, so, uh, Yeah, we'll leave that for another day, a a private conversation for sure. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey
0: Bradley on the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game.
2: Pinch-a-Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is a proud business ministry partner with the Joy FM. More than just a full-service pool and supply company – They offer backyard entertainment options like Big Green Eggs, clear light Infrared Saunas, and Patio Furniture. Now locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp. Pinch-A-Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa. 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan. Phone 334-671-POOL. Hey, this is Teresa Reynolds for the Wicksburg Panthers. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on the Joy FM Sports.
1: I'm joined by Rosie and Johnny Robinson here on this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones. Johnny, you'll be getting ready to leave for LSU units very soon, man. Uh, prior to the 2020 season, the Bengals averaged 51 wins and 8 losses over the past five years, which also included two national championships. Talk about the process and how you became a member of the LSU Unis program. Prior to the
0: 2020 baseball season... Um, I was doing, uh, preseason showcases. I had a couple offers, not, nothing I really wanted. And I went up to Montgomery to the Biscuit Stadium. Well, the first one, I went to Pensacola and, uh, United Baseball Organization, the guy who runs it in Alabama's name is Nick Singleton. He saw me in Pensacola and then he saw me again in Montgomery and he, uh, He got in contact with me, told me he wanted me to play for him this summer. And along with that, he would get me recruited to the best place that both of us thought I should go. And um, he calls me and he goes, I sent your uh, footage to LSU Eunice. He goes, I want you to look them up, see if you like that. They would want you as a catcher only. So I looked them up. I saw their track record, all the guys they'd sent. To four year schools and beyond. And I called him and I was like, that sounds awesome. I said, I would love that. And so we started talking, talked to the coach. And then the season, I was supposed to play the next day. I get an announcement. They're like, don't come back to school tomorrow. School's over. And so I called the coach and I was like, our baseball season's done. He goes, we'll work something out. So he calls me about a week and a half later, and he goes, tomorrow I want you to go to the field, get somebody to practice with you, get somebody to hold the camera for you. We'll do a FaceTime tryout. So I ran the 60, I ran around the bases. I threw to second, did some blocking, some framing, some BP. He goes, we're going to do the same thing for another guy. We'll call you back in a week. I knew he wasn't Going to call me The next day I was looking at my phone Yeah Knew he wasn't Going to call me The next day I was looking at my phone He calls me I was driving I was driving To my friend's farm He goes We'd like to offer you A full scholarship And I was like I was like okay I was like Um I'm gonna have to call my mom And talk to her about it And I was working At my friend's chicken houses So I called my mom And she goes Is that what you want to do? Man I was kind of nervous at the time. And I was like, I'm pretty sure. She goes, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure. So I called the coach back. And I was inside one of the chicken houses. He goes, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, what is that noise? <laughs> I said, oh, well, I'm working right now. So I step outside. He goes, "He goes, okay, well, you move in on the 15th. I'll see you then. And that was it.
1: This yes, man. Uh, golly, dude. Now talk about... You know, you talked about emotional, just kind of being shut down. Rosie, your first year in school, your, you know, season's interrupted. Johnny, your final year in high school is interrupted. Take us through the emotional experience of once you found out, like, man, this is it. Like, we're not going to be able to finish our year.
2: Half mine was like, oh, crap. I'm down here in Orlando. Everything's shutting down. There's people putting roadblocks up. What, what am I going to do? I got to move out in a week. Yeah. And then when I finally like calmed down and everything, I was like, I can't believe this is it. We were doing so well this season. Um, I really wanted to see how far we could go, but there's nothing we could do about it. So we just kind of had to accept the fact that um, we'd have to wait until next season.
0: I was, I was shocked by the whole thing. I remember, I remember reading about it before it was huge. And I was like, oh, that's not going to be a problem. And then it got bigger. And then it was like the first case of it was in, I read about it. And then our coach tried to schedule six games in two days. And I was like, and then we didn't get any of them in. They told us we couldn't come back to school. And I was bummed out about it. And I went home and I woke up the next day at like 10 o'clock. I didn't have anything to do. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, okay. And then I called Nick back, and I was like, are we having summer ball this year? He's like, I don't know. And I said, uh, that's when I got worried about going to college and stuff, and then I was bummed out because I didn't get to do my last season, which I was having the, I wouldn't say the, I was having a lot of fun. My junior year was a lot of fun too. Yeah. So I didn't really know what to do with myself at all. and it just it just kind of sucked. Mm all I can really say about
1: it yeah man I'm thankful it all worked out for you for sure um you know what I'm saying to have that Facebook live you know kind of workout, man because you know a lot of people were affected especially seniors who not get a chance to showcase one last time for these colleges and universities to play at the next level so it's definitely a blessing man the way it worked out for you to like to have the opportunity to still prove yourself even though it wasn't in a face-to-face and in-person type workout. So uh, definitely glad it all worked out for you, man.
0: A lot of my friends, too, uh, ever since I was younger, I always knew they had the talent to play in college. And a lot of people didn't get to play because the seniors came back. Yeah. That was rough. That's a good point.
2: Yeah. Everybody got an extra year of eligibility, and that's going to –
0: they got an extra year eligibility in for baseball, for college. The draft went from, I don't even know how many rounds it is, to five. Five, yeah. So a lot of the guys that would leave to get drafted came back. hmm And if you're good enough to get drafted, you're not going to get kicked off the team. Exactly. So a lot of guys didn't even get to play after high school.
1: Now, Rosie, uh, your pitching talent has led you to Rollins College. mm mm-hmm. um, what is it about the TAR softball program that separated them from other schools when you are leaving Wicksburg?
2: Um, so whenever I was getting ready to graduate, knowing that, I mean, as a softball player, you know that college is kind of your last point of being able to play. So you have to make a decision. Are you going to go for academics or are you going to go to play softball? And, I mean, I'm not 6'2", 200 pounds so I know I'm not gonna go play at University of Alabama or something like that so I was like I'm gonna go for academics this um this is gonna be the best track for me for after I um I stop playing so I actually found Rollins as an accident my sophomore year we were down at the SPN Wild World Sports Center in Orlando and one of the days we weren't playing me and my mom and my grandmother, who's down there with me, we decided we were going to go look at the colleges right around there. And um, that week I actually was able to practice with one of the teams down there. And um, on our way back, we passed through Rollins and we were just like, hey, let's go, let's go look at this campus. And driving through it, it was the most beautiful campus ever. I immediately felt that this is where I wanted to go, even without knowing anything about the softball program. Yeah. I was like, this is where I'm going to go, whether or not I'm going to be able to play softball or not. So I got in touch with the coach and I went to a couple of their camps. And um, after one of them, I verbally committed and then, then I signed the next year. And then I was just, I was there. So I was very lucky that I found where I wanted to go.
1: Um, How was leaving family for the first time? Did you experience any homesickness at all?
2: I did a lot later, like around. Honestly, I started feeling it right when the season started because I'm used. My mom was my coach and she wasn't there. So, um, I mean, being a freshman on a team of 24 people, it's, it's a little bit difficult and it gets emotional sometimes. Um, so I was filling it then, but as far as just traveling around and like during the summer for forever, we would, all three of us would play travel ball and we would all be separate all over the place. So we were kind of used to being away from each other. And especially with, um, my dad in the military Mm -hmm. being gone, um, being away from each other really isn't that big of a deal for us. I mean, we get, we're pretty used to it. So, um.
0: I'd be in South Florida. She'd be in Colorado. Yeah. Dad'd be in Afghanistan. Brother would be in Philadelphia.
2: Yeah, all over the place.
1: That's insane. Man. Uh, but like you said, kind of being apart has brought you guys closer because you're yeah. not used to, uh, not together as you normally are, especially, you know, growing up. So uh, that's pretty cool, though, that you guys have been able to maintain that strong bond, even though you're not in the same proximity that you're used to you know growing up to accustomed to so uh I mean what motivated you though like being at Rollins like when those tough times arose like what motivated you to keep persevering and staying positive and keeping a positive mindset
2: well I had to keep reminding myself that since I chose academics Academics was my first job, and softball was just for fun. Yeah. So that's how I kept myself motivated, saying, this is just for fun. Um, this is not what I'm single singly focused on while I was there. I, just, I only have so many years left. I just need to enjoy it. And after getting used to the girls, because, I mean, you get stuck in there, um, and you have to live with these girls. You go to class. You go to practice. You spend all this time with them and after I got used to being around them and becoming friends, it got a lot easier.
1: Now, Johnny, I've seen you play third base, pitch, outfield. You spoke earlier how you've played eight positions and, you know, you're kind of a utility player who can do it all. Now, at GW Long, you were asked to make the transition to a new position. Uh, Speak on the adjustment to playing catcher and being behind the plate.
0: The first first day I got there – so we had an inner squad, and before the pitchers would pitch, before the pitchers would pitch, I had to catch them in the bullpen. And there were a couple guys; they didn't throw very hard, and you know, I was just catching it. And, and then the older guys started throwing, and one of the guys that goes to uh, GW Long just got a scholarship to UNO. Okay. And he was throwing about eighty-eight, ninety at the time, which I would hit, but I never caught. (laughs) So I was back there, and it's just the first practice. So it's not, I'm just not in the zone every time. Yeah. Some of them are hitting low, and I was very uncomfortable. And Coach Miller is a good coach because he doesn't sugarcoat anything, he gives it to you. You have to work on it, and that's why they win a lot. He videoed me, and he was like, you don't look very good back there. And I started yeah, laughing. Yeah. And so every day, the infielders would take ground balls with a coach. Not the head coach, because he was also the vice principal, so he got to practice a little late every day. Outfielders would work with an outfield coach, and I would be in there in the cages with Coach Chapman by myself. Work on blocking off of a machine, catching uh, without a glove on, and then just the reps, catching bullpens all the time. Being the only catcher on the team. I was always catching. Wow. And I just got better at it as I went on.
1: Uh speaking of your versatility, how much, I mean how is your versatility made you a better player? Like I know this you're more uh valuable to the team for sure being able to play several different positions, but how has your versatility made you a better player? Well,
0: it definitely made the blocking easier with catching because when you feel ground balls, you've got to get in front of them. And then definitely the – I'd say the outfield and catching are complete opposites because you throw differently. Catching is short. Throw and like a short arm and outfield is big and long. So that's different. So I think the infield positions – transition to catcher that helped me there and then just every team i've played on when you go to tryouts they're like go to your position and i'd walk over to the coach and i'd be like well i play all of them yeah. and they're like they're like well okay uh, that'll definitely help us here on the team so that helped a lot
1: yeah now rosie as you enter your second year uh, in winter park florida what are your goals going into next season
2: my is going into this next season is um, kind of just stepping up and being more of a leader um, since our our graduating seniors, they were kind of the leaders throughout their whole, like, um, career yeah. there. So I'm kind of stepping up. I want to be, like, one of those teammates where um, if anybody needs anything, I'm, I'm there, I'm helping them. And um, just being close to the girls and my – uh just being more confident and getting ready to just jump out there and play and do the best I can.
1: When do you leave for school? Uh,
2: I don't start classes until September 14th, but I'll probably move down there early September. Um, but we just got – we didn't know until a couple days ago, but our coach just sent out an email to us saying that, we're not going to be able to have our fall season. So really? and we, we, they don't even know if they're going to have winter season or spring season yet. We're still going to be allowed to practice. Um, we're just not going to be able to, like, play any of the other local teams.
1: And Johnny, man, I mentioned earlier how I grew up in a household of, uh, you know, three people. I'm the oldest of three. So I understand the impact an older brother or, Older sister can have on younger siblings. Speak on Rosie and what you've learned from her on and off the field. <laughs> well,
0: I'd say, I say on the field, what I loved watching her play. She never hit anybody on purpose, <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> but I remember in travel ball, these slap hitters would run up towards her and she hit some girl in the hand and she started laughing about it and I thought that that was hilarious yeah. <laughs> so whenever I whenever I thought about that every time I would get pegged I would just think about that sometimes I honestly do think some people would hit people on purpose and that's baseball it's whatever so I'd just laugh about it and take my base that's what And then I'd say off the field, off the field was more of school stuff because she's always worked harder in school than I have. And I think that's pushed me to work harder. Also, one, because I want to be better at school and two, so I don't get chewed out every day when I get (laughs) (laughs) home.
1: Who would do the chewing out? Oh, my mother. (laughs) Said Jennifer doesn't hold back, does she?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: not at all.
1: Jennifer, we love you. We love you anyway. Uh, Brandon, you too, man. Can't leave you out. Now, Rosie, with you having one year of college experience under your belt, you may have already done this, mm-hmm. but if you could give Johnny words of advice on what to expect in his first year as a college student athlete, what would you say?
2: Um, it's definitely an overload like you get there it's a sensory overload um especially for me i got down there um i had two roommates one of them was one of my teammates and i had to you just have to learn how to get along with new people but i have i think it's different for girls than guys i think guys they're just they get their roommates they're like cool dude what's up let's yeah. go play some video games yeah, yeah yeah girls are not like that but um it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, as far as the academics go, it's it's different, but it's not as hard as um, you think it'll be.
1: That will conclude this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones. Rosie, Johnny, thank you guys for coming to the sweet spot. I truly Thanks for having us. Thank you. And that was Rosie Rob- Robinson, the former Wicksburg Panther Current member of the softball team at Rollins College in Winter Park, Florida, and Johnny Robinson, former GW Long Rebel. He'll be playing baseball at LSU Eunice come this fall. And guys, let you want to let you know I'm proud of you. I wish you guys nothing but the best, and I know you'll have tremendous success in everything you do. Thank you. Stay tuned for more of this episode on the Sweet Spot. You're listening to the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game. All right, okay, even though my everything's gonna be all right okay today forever and always. long as i got you i'm all right and everything's gonna be okay welcome back to the sweet spot i'm your host Corey bradley as we close today's show with triple c Corey's closing comments and this is what i want to share with you today believe even when it's beyond reason to believe you know as always things come up in life you're striving towards certain goals or you know you're trying to meet certain deadlines or you've been told no several times as well don't let that hinder your belief in your progression believe when it's beyond reason to believe like that's what faith is all about that's why we develop a strong relationship with God and every single day we should always read something listen to something that motivates us encourage us us to keep doing what we're doing so regardless of what people may say what it may look like believe even when it's beyond reason to believe and always remember there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot stay in the sweet spot for the joy fm sports facebook page this has been a presentation of the joy fm sports it's more than a game